0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. This is a weekly webinar and we have a twofold purpose. One to introduce the work of Triangles, a planetary service to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of Triangles and also to provide a platform whereby we can come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization, in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. So we welcome you again. and Just to say a few words about this service activity. It's a daily, uh, relatively brief and simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer. And our purpose is to do what we can as a group, individually groups of three, but collectively groups of many, many triangles working in all different parts of the world at all different hours of the day to bring light and expansion of human consciousness. So the work is simply undertaken by three people who agree to link together, visualizing a lighted triangle between them. And then as the energy is circulated between themselves, they visualize their triangle as linked up with the larger planetary network of triangles and then the great invocation a world prayer is sounded in order to release and circulate the energies to all open hearts and minds who can respond to that spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere It's really a technique whereby we can help to clear we might say or dispel the fogs and mists of glamour that surround our planet particularly at this challenging transition period in planetary history so as we come together each day there's a powerful release of this clarifying energy distributed through the planetary etheric and so we hope um, that all of you who are new to this work might consider forming a triangle. And you can do that by placing your name in the chat box and then if two other people link up with you um, through the webinar, you can exchange your email addresses and get in touch with one another. And then we do encourage and hope that you will consider registering your triangle, letting us know uh, so we can put you on our database and keep in touch with you. So as we do um, each week, I'd like to now introduce our guest for the day, Clarence Harvey. Uh, Clarence was with us a few weeks ago, but unfortunately, our sound system was heavily compromised. So we thought it would be really nice to have him back again. He's a retired school teacher based in the UK, and he works with a small group of educators known as Triangles in Education. And he also studies and teaches the martial art of the soul. So we look, very much look forward to hearing from you, Clarence, in a little while. But now, as we do each week, let's begin with a brief meditative alignment and a visualization. So let's linked together, visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle, from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love-wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center of the star through each of the five points. London, Darjeeling,
1: New York, Geneva, Tokyo,
0: visualize the energies radiating forth, enlivening small groups everywhere. Project the lighted bridge to the spiritual hierarchy and sound the mantra. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning Oh I also wanted to mention that we encourage all of you who care to participate in our upcoming Goodwill, World Goodwill Seminar on November 14th, in being observed in all three of our headquarters of London, Geneva, and New York. They'll be ongoing throughout the day. And the theme this year is the spiritual dynamics of crisis on the path to global cooperation. And this week, um, leading up to that event, we have the World Goodwill webinar on Wednesday at 12 noon in New York time. And also on Friday, and I believe Saturday, or maybe all the meetings are on Friday, we have the Scorpio full moon, which will really prepare us for our upcoming seminar. So we encourage you to join in. So this period through which her passing is qualified by the energy of the warrior. And this is exemplified in the keynote for Scorpio, which is, Warrior I am, and from the battle I emerge triumphant. Clarence will be sharing with us his understanding of the work of cultivating the warrior nature as a result of his lifelong work in consideration of this theme. The path of disciple, with all the many challenges, is ultimately a display of strength and consequently a garnered ability to handle circumstances. The challenges confronting the warrior are multifaceted from all angles. The disciple is confronted with the battles within the three worlds, the external circumstances on the physical plane. And certainly there are many, but also he's confronted with the physical plane challenges that manifest and really have their source on subtle levels on the astral and lower mental planes. But the real challenges of the Scorpio experience, which may not be realized at first, is that the warrior, the one who's really striving for supremacy within the life of the disciple, is actually the soul itself. The choice to throw the weight of the life direction on the side of the soul was determined in the preceding experience of Libra, the sign of decision, of choice. But once the decision was made in Scorpio, the task becomes to free the inner light from the surrounding veils, from the luxury grip of that which has been created by the ages long wrong identification Scorpio is therefore the battle with what is sometimes called glamour. At first, the battle is with our own glamours, but as increasingly as we become attuned with the energies of the incoming Aquarian age, we are equipped to help in the larger task of helping to dissipate the glamour in which humanity as a whole is immersed. As we know, this is one of our primary efforts, and primary goals in the work we do as members of triangle each day. As a result of the mental decision in Libra, the soul was seated the authority, and now in Scorpio, the decision is challenged with the aftermath, the disciple is challenged with the aftermath of that decision with the weight of that inner determination, with the realization that the life of discipleship has to be worked out in all aspects of life in all three lower planes. The weight of this experience is why before taking up a spiritual path in earnest, students are that asked, have you considered the cost of treading the path? And even if they say yes, when the question is posed to them, before the weight of what it means descends upon them, it's generally later that they will understand the magnitude of what they were committing themselves to. In Scorpio, the soul emerges into the light of day, a living soul, the word made flesh. This is the triumph, the incredible triumph
1: of the soul's liberation. So now let's work together in our meditation. Coming together in group fusion.
0: linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working
1: with us in this triangle's meditation group. Let's project a line
0: of lighted energy to the center, Shambhala, where the will
2: of God is known.
0: In the center of the will of God, I stand. Nought shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relationships. Sound the Mantrum of Unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Visualize the whole planet, a light with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, silently or aloud, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness.
1: Thank you, everyone.
0: And now we're going to hear from Clarence. Hello, Clarence? Oops, wait a minute. Hello, Clarence? Hello. Hi, uh, how are you? I'm
3: good, you can hear me excellent. I'm well, thank you very much.
0: Great. Yes. Um. I don't see your video, but I don't know. Maybe there's some um, problem with that, but that's okay.
1: Okay, the no idea. I'm it on. Yeah,
0: okay. Kathy, the, the videos uh, won't show for you while you're sharing the PowerPoint.
1: So.
0: Oh, okay. So I should just collapse this. Mm-hmm. Let's see, which is a challenge here on this computer. Okay. All right. Um hmm. uh, you you're still sharing your screen though, Kathy, so you have to stop sharing your screen to show Yeah it. the whole the um the Zoom interface disappeared. So
1: I don't know where it went. Hmm. Well okay.
0: I am. There's not, there. it's not up.
3: I think. Um, I think the message is I'm just invisible to you, Kathy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone else sees you, or
0: they see my screen. Uh, oh, we see Kathy's screen and thing. Clarence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe uh, Kathy, if you go to the, the very bottom. And in the middle. Yeah. Well. No, to the right. To the right. That one but that's just the power. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you see Clarence, that's good. Um sorry about that. So, Clarence, um we're working in this period of the Scorpio sun and we know that this is the sign of warriorhood or the disciple as the spiritual warrior. And so therefore generally the definition of the term warrior is not necessarily how we would normally view a spiritually minded person, quite the contrary. Hmm. Oftentimes the spiritual person today is conjured up in a sort of diametrically opposed light as someone who's meek and mild. So could you help us to um, correct this misunderstanding that we have of the warrior?
3: Um, I, I hope so. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, I suppose, one, there is that misunderstanding in some circles and in some minds.
2: Yeah. I
3: don't know that one can always know what another person's view of it is in, in mm-hmm. that um, I think you know people close to me, I remember when I first got involved with um, martial arts, and my father, who is a very he was on a definite path of, of spiritual study and growth and he as far as he was concerned well this is just about kick punch and basically violence and so there was something not quite right with it with it um i, I did find over the years as i i was following a, I suppose a path of intuition and rightness and i was able to demonstrate to him sufficiently that actually he came and trained with me after a while <laughs> So, so perhaps if I had a long enough, <laughs> but in short terms, I think um you did you did give the quotation of the keynote, the keynote of the soul in Scorpio um, as warrior I am, and from the battle I emerged triumphant and um that alone is a at least a hint that perhaps we can look at the word warrior differently um, yeah. and in my own. My own experience, what drew me to the, the martial arts, in fact, from in my kind of late teens, was the impression of deep and meaningful philosophy being behind all the actual physical work. And when I so I looked for a martial art that would allow me to explore that. And I would say that over the years I have found. Um, Virtually everywhere, evidence that this is uh, this is a reality. Behind the outer appearance, um, there is far mm-hmm. more of uh, actually, in the end, spirituality. Even though many don't kind of necessarily use the, those terms, but they will talk about character building and so on. But even to look at terms like uh, I started in karate; and they called it the karate do. And then when you investigate do is the Japanese term meaning way of enlightenment and mm. way of training to where you become enlightened in heart and in mind. Um, in fact, in, in some of those languages, I find it's, it's interesting that they don't necessarily differentiate between mind and heart, same word. Mm. Um, and and it, all of my years of study and um, a, a lot of my suppose my spiritual hysteric studies have been with the Alice Bailey material the Tibetan master. And I approached all of that through the lens of um, its relevance to the martial art and to the question of what is, it, what, what is the point of, of, I suppose, all this conflict and suffering. So I would say that um, the warrior term coming up in Scorpio is at the very least a hint that we have gotten that too twisted and and expressing in its very very lowest grades as, as a mass in humanity you're know, going to war um being a bad thing usually unless you're just defending against some invading force um, but in the japanese culture of course the samurai um, aspect and the warriorship and the nobility that can be developed but for me again, all those things are still reaching towards. Um, for me, where you reach the real warrior, warriorhood, and actually warriorship, which is more to do with the methods and techniques. Warriorhood is the status of the soul, and the soul of humanity being so much uh, connected with the fourth ray, conflict, harmony through conflict. Um, it seemed quite clear that there are clues and hints we aren't to avoid struggle but rather learn the meaning of struggle and what it's really for so the question of mars and the martial art mars is the satiric ruler of scorpio scorpio being directly related to the hierarchy there are many many strands which point to and hint that maybe we need to take this question of warriorship more seriously so that's what i have done yeah. <laughs> over the years um, and I see it as a very, very relevant to everything happening today and to our work in triangles and everything
0: else. Yes. Thank you. Um, it's said that during the ending of an age, um, which is described in the ancient teachings as a time rending, how do we cultivate the inner strength of the warrior so as not to be pulled under and succumb to the overriding glamours and fears characterizing this time, how do we develop that warrior nature? We're not all practitioners of martial arts, but... Sure.
3: we never, yeah, we're not meant to be. <laughs> yes,
0: right. Yes. So what, what, what techniques would you suggest that people cultivate? Well,
3: that's kind of um, a tricky one in that it does take years of training to, to develop whatever how from wherever we start. Yeah. Um, and especially if if we have come along a different path, um, then it can seem like a big jump. Um, and so for me, one of the things I've looked at over the years, in fact for one time I was so um I took a step back many, many years ago from all my training to say, just just assuming that I've got something wrong. Um, and that this is not all that I think it is. Let me step back and just take a break, and pay no attention. And then, out of that experience, then turning and looking again at what I understood in martial arts, and out of that looking, came back into it. Um, but there's always a sense that you cannot reach everyone, and you cannot teach everyone, and you cannot expect everyone to take up that form of if you want warriorhood warriorship, or the notion that in some way they should identify as warriors as i am from the battle emerging triumphant no you avoid battles and wars and way of harmony but what what i got out of that is that not everyone will be a doctor not everyone will be a scientist or a musician or, or whatever and yet these are important ways through which the soul of humanity expresses Mm -hmm. and so in terms of a culture of the soul this is a very important way and also it also seems that it's the phase that we reach to um, at some stage in our development we need to go through the kind of warrior stage of training and, and so on but when we collectively hit a time of crisis it's a bit late to speak of, you know, training and getting ready for what we are already in the battle, and it seemed to me that it's then that those who have already done sufficient training to to if you want take up the the, the, the needed battling, um, hopefully there are enough who can do so on behalf of the whole. Um, so there is something around, um, the battle isn't just for the individual. And the individual warrior does not, true warrior, soul warrior, by the very nature of soul, is so conscious, mm. at, or at least developing that. And therefore, battles for things that are a uh, common heritage of value. Um, and all the common good things, then, if you want, the inherent goodness of mm. And so, for me, um, there is that aspect of. In a way, it's a bit late to, to think that I can train for what's happening now. But at the same time, and, and perhaps this is something like circling point, in this context where we are now, the whole of humanity, I, I would say a lot of what we see is evidence that we are in the crisis of warriorhood, in the crisis of the tests and trials of Scorpio. It's not just this month. It's actually that that phase, and there are things in the teachings that say that, well, humanity is becoming world disciple, mm-hmm. so we can't avoid battle and the series of battles. And it seems to me that for practitioners of uh, the triangles work, notice how I say that practitioners of the triangles work, people who actively take up this work and engage with it, and if at least to the level of of being willing to listen and tune in and share their thoughts in a way we are all already warriors, and at the soul level and just by holding to all the strivings that we do and holding that alignment to soul and to the higher soul kingdom we are already aligning in a way that allows us to receive the training that we should have the training that we could best receive it is about holding alignment in that in that vertical sense um, there is more to say on that sense of verticality and how it works but part of the the work is simply of recognition and the great value in it is to recognize that, that keynote of Scorpio doesn't simply say you're going to battle for all these things you feel are injustices and so on, but actually out of the battle, and we can look a bit more at what that battle entails, I suppose, but out of that battle, as soul, I emerge triumphant. So you can begin from wherever you are, and wherever we are, and know that the triumph, the victory, the overcoming, is ultimately inevitable. As long as we can align with and grow in the direction of the soul. Because the soul is the victorious warrior, as far as some um, we can send. I don't know if I've really answered your question. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> so the warrior is someone who's possessed of spiritual y- will. And that's probably one of the outstanding characteristics. and that energy of will is conferred through the sign of Scorpio, through its ruler, Pluto, the first ray destroyer planet. Um, How is this spiritual will distinct from the ordinary understanding of the will? And how do we cultivate this spiritual will? I think you've answered that, but just if you have anything else to share on it.
3: Well, Think, but uh, on a very practical note, I think. Um, just drawing from what I did, I'm not saying this is is if you want the only way or the best way, but I simply made a decision at one stage um, in my teenage years that, um, on the basis of what what is important to me, what's the most what is life about anyway, and my decision was. I will live in such a way that I will find out, and to the best of what I think it is, the like best knowledge of what I think it is, that's the direction which I will guide my life. So there's something around having a sense of of direction, of how what direction you want your life to go in. So that was, for me, the kind of motivating thing that says, I will anchor this by writing it down, and having, if you want, a journal, um, of any thoughts, questions, experiences that helped me to live my life in that direction. So many years later, I came across the concept of spiritual journaling and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I'm sure you know, some of you will know about these things and, and use them. But that has remained with me throughout. Um, even though there was one period when I thought, why am I writing so much all these notes that nobody will ever see? They're just for me. Mm. Um, it's gotten worse because I now write them in rough and then, and then write them up better <laughs> yeah. to kind of screen out the, the, the if you want the, the dross or the, the stuff that's not really of essence and try and capture and that is an act of for me of developing that will to stay on course to notice the patterns that emerge in, in that course etc so it takes us, I think, already in our triangles, work, even for people who are new to it or just exploring it, just with these webinars, we jump directly into alignment with what we call Shambhala, which is the high center of will on this planet. And few people in the martial world of the martial arts heard of this center. And yet a lot of the work, I would say, in any serious martial arts school or dojo, is about developing will on some level that stick-to-itiveness that that not giving up that spirit of not giving up mm. so those mm. same that same spirit is cultivated in many different ways in our lives whether whatever sporting activity if we are a writer if we we all know that we reach times when we can feel like giving up and to me the the, the kind of i suppose is to have simple techniques that allow us to realign and when we think of the the human body and our own body um when we're in an upright position we know that we have levels and so what i learned early the clue i had from my father or the tip was work from here and he, and he put his hand above his head and made a fist above his head and he said learn to work and because he was a music teacher, he said, learn to sing from here. I was about 19. I didn't know what he was talking about, but I said, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So there, there are, it, it's like having that ear open to hearing what are the things of value that we can collect and hone into our way of being the best that we can or living in the direction of the best that Without ever assuming that we will reach the ultimate, the best that we can be, it's just—it's a direction. Um, and so, for me, that imagery and visualization of linking, seeing a, a an evolving or unfolding triangle between Shambhala hierarchy, humanity, is one that is deep, fundamental martial art. And and in a way, it's very simple, why? Because in the martial art that I practice and teach, um, I summed it up as we work with, we seek to work with deeper understanding of the energy of chi, of light, love and power. If we consider what happens if you take any one of those out of the triangle of those three, then you have imbalance, light and love without power can lead to terrible frustration because we see what is real in terms of happening and the suffering, in that sense, we see what is possible, we love enough to want to do something about it but we are lacking the power. And that, for me, is a terrible place to be in. To have power and love but lacking in light and wisdom of how to apply it. Is also any one of the three that you take out of the equation leads to imbalance and problems. So, right development um, requires that even from the beginning we kind of have the right principles. And I think in our triangles work, fundamentally, those those principles are all there. All the affirmations, mantras, the work of linking with each other. There are levels to this work which unfold. They, they never like become stale if you're if you're working and you're not just walking around in circles. You're actually journeying um, to connect all to our highest realms of possibility. And that, like my father used to call it. I referred to him several times, which is interesting. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. but <laughs> um, he used to call it the divine journey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um and that it just becomes more rather than than you know, now we've reached. It's something in the following sign, Sagittarius, about seeing the goal, reaching the goal, and then um seeing another. So the journey continues. I'm sure I have an alarm going off. Thank you so
0: much, Clarence. Um, so maybe we should uh, open it up to the audience now, and I'm sure there are many um, quotes here in the chat box. Can you see the chat box, Clarence? Uh,
3: let's see if I can find it. Um, so I know there was um, an early question. Um, somebody asked about a website, and I have to admit that I did have a website. It's kind of, I um, think I've just been too busy, so I, it's no longer functional. Yeah. Short awesome. answer to that still. So. Okay. Uh, um, but also, if, I, I just to wanted
0: to say that people, if they want to express a question audibly, they should click on their name in the participants' box and then we'll unmute your microphone.
1: So if you'd like to read. Sorry, yeah. Hmm?
3: I see a comment. um, Intelligence warrior is the archetype of Saturn. Saturn is the disciplinarian, the enabler. The other archetype of Saturn is dream, intuition. Yes. Saturn is an. All of the archetypes actually um, are interesting in relation to the question of warriorship, warriorhood. By the way, um, just maybe something. I can of hesitate because it can be a bit technical but there is something around um, looking at the numbers in some of these terms that we use uh, and by looking at the numbers i mean that thing of looking at the you're working in the english language so sure that's um, one framework but taking the letters of the alphabet and looking at their sequential number so a would be one b two Mm-hmm. etc. If we look at this, the straight alpha or letter number values of things, there is a whole underlying network of meaning that can emerge. And the work of the martial art is to work with the subtler levels of energy um, in order to access deeper levels actually, of chi, of, of, of life force, of um, light and love, etc. The number for the word warriorhood is one hundred and forty-four, um, which is not a number I've usually done much with, but when I looked at it and looked at um connections, um as, as some may know, one hundred and forty-four, you know, we I, I talked about levels. Um we work with levels in the Sofadot uh martial art, taking taking it musically. Huh? Mm -hmm. we're vibrating oneself to seven different frequencies. And so awakening the self musically and harmonizing the self musically. So there's always a way of coming back to harmony. And when we look at that, some people have asked me in the past when I've done workshops and things, do you work with the chakras? And I say, no, not directly. But one. And then from there, you can go out into the world of yourself or the world out here. So there's always, if you want, home, home, home. But when we look at the chakra system and the, the symbol, symbolism in it, it, there is often um, reference to the number of petals in the chakra. And as some of you know, the, the number when you add them up of four, for the base chakra and six and twelve and eight and all these things, You end up actually with 144, that number for warrior when you reach the sixth chakra. And for me, there is that about when we lift our work to the level of of the mind, the the center between the eyes and take our stance there, sort of see, we're not working blind and working to hold and guide. But then the next link is to link to the highest and close that gap if you want to bridge that gap. This is all highly relevant to the question of the optimization of the warriorhood. So that we are no longer fighting in a battle we don't understand or bewildered or afraid. Because we are are busy anchoring with our highest place of of emergence into the world. when we can do that, or when we seek to, to work to, as, a, as a discipline and practice to develop that, um, we're talking about the thousand-petaled lotus and multiplying that by, with the 144 different petals all coming up. And you have the 144,000 that relates to this question of, of the, actually the anchoring in full presence here on Earth for me what happens is that when you all of that makes sense when you then link it in triangles so if warriors which for me this is this actually is everyone in triangles <laughs> is at least a an awakening warrior because we are awakening mm. to our soul nature and if warriors are beginning to generate their inner life force through the pressures outside should actually turn us inwardly. I always used to tell people, well, I'm a bit of a coward because whenever things go wrong, I always turn inwardly rather than, you <laughs> like I run away <laughs> in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I run away to the place where I can access the energy to face this not by just reacting, but actually by choosing to act From my best understanding of how I act as soul. So it's not me, it is soul that acts. This is how, you know, so seeking to live as if that is soul and to learn, so you become a student of soul in your own, in the way you live. And we see how we fall down and we see how we struggle. But when you link the 144 petals of this individual with another and another, and you Learn to work to harmonize your energies, your will, and your will to good. Then what we are doing is creating actually a, a, a warrior unit. And the pooling of the energies of that warrior unit generate what I call the shield of Mars. The symbol for Mars, which is the satiric ruler of Scorpio, is that kind of that circle with the spear sticking up behind, so they pointing the angle. And that circle is a shield. And that shield is generated by the quality of the triangles that we create. So we don't kind of say, I'll build a shield. I cannot build the shield of a group. But actually, as a sensei or teacher of a dojo, you learn to hold the circle of the dojo in a, in a, in a field of safety. I learned that from my first sensei. He knew nothing of all of this, but it it, it emerges that there are ways to generate a shield. When we do our visualization of visualize the planet encircled by a sphere of triangles, for me, this is a work that we are learning to do even if we are not that aware of it in this way. We are aware of it, but not necessarily in this way. Yes. I see it as a kind of protective shield that we speak of when we say that behind the warriors blazes the light of hierarchy. Yeah. So yeah. There, there, there's something about learning always to draw in higher love and wisdom and guidance, but then to anchor it in our own yes. etheric bodies. Yes. So There's, yeah.
0: there's someone who's you waiting. Know, I must <laughs> turn
3: to some of these questions. <laughs> there's uh, someone who's
0: waiting, so I'll um, ask her to yes. unmute. I think it's a woman. Um, hello. Did you have a, an audio? Um...
4: Uh, yes. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is Kit, so I don't know if this is an okay time to um, mention the invocations for the souls. First, of course, Clarence, I want to thank you so much because it was the second time I got to hear your wonderful presentation. And what I did want to mention um, before we close is that um, is the invo. This is the time we're also invoking. The soul of the United States of America during this time and going forward and also the souls of all nation so um, if uh, Michael if you could post to the chat box the uh, document that has this invocation for the soul of the USA and the ability to link with the souls of all nations also and um, And so, uh, and of course, this is an; these are invocations that will continue well into the future, and have been done in the past. So, um, I think also, uh, Clarence, from your talk, I have a sense that doing this sort of invocative process is also an aspect of warriorship when we're doing it in service to um, the, the. greatest good and purpose and not looking at it in service to the lower selves, but in service for humanity. So thank you very much. And I, it was just posted uh, in, in the chat.
3: Thank you, Kit. Thank you. Would someone tell me how to say that there's so much um, lovely comments. I, I just kind of I almost wish I could hear them than, rather than look for them. Kathy, did you see any of them? Yes, I have,
0: one. I have one from Eduardo that's very nice. Um, he says that according to St. Paul, the kingdom of heaven must be taken by force. We understand that the disciple is truly the archetype of warrior. To that, the activities of all mystical heroes, maybe Hercules, um, bear witness, provided we understand that the hero is the soul and not the personality. All changes in consciousness in some way involve
3: a forceful act. Yeah, I think there is um, one of the things that, um, you actually you touched on it, Kathy, that in this process, inherently and inevitably, Is glamour. Um, And often we can see it easier in other people. But if only in principle for us to understand and accept that glamour is also here, in the way maybe I'm thinking about something or seeing, then we start to understand a little bit, if if we truly accept it, why there is a need um, and a way of wisdom to link as far as we can as souls with others. And actually, it only needs two others for any any one individual, because then that links us into the greater network of all who are doing that. And the seeing of all these others helps to dissipate the glamours that I would, on my own, inevitably end up trapped in. So my own sphere my own sphere, I might think it is beautiful. And people might tell me that it is beautiful. And ah, ah, so the ugliness is all out there.
1: But when my sphere... Clarence? Oh, sorry.
3: Clarence, you're muted. Ah, okay. Anyway, my, my, my point being that it is the group nature of this is fundamentally important. Um, yes. And, and so to take the king, enter the kingdom of heaven, really, to take the kingdom, to enter by force, um, If especially if it is soul force, then we're probably using the right force. So it's to understand what even soul force is, Thank I think you. it has something to do it has something to do with the um, the image that came out with the reminder of the second the webinar. Uh-huh. Um fire of transformation, the rebirth. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that we cannot enter the kingdom except in we pass through fire and force. Yes.
0: Thank you so much Clarence, but we've reached the end and there's so many yes. unread. Um, messages, but I will send them all to you, at least you will be able to read them, and I hope that our participants have been able to to read them, and we're sorry that we haven't been able to get to very many of them today.
3: I have an idea I'll share with you later that maybe I can respond to those in writing, um, and maybe those can go at the bottom of the notes I could share. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll talk to you about that. Thank you very much, Kathy, and everyone.
0: Thank you, Clarence. And so let's just take a moment now to link with the worldwide planetary network of triangles and to distribute those energies to all humanity. Thank you, everyone. Thank you,
2: Clemens.